What's going on family? Pastor Sergio Chavez reporting live and direct to you and yours. And listen, I wanted to take a moment to thank you for tuning in to the Hope Huddle Podcast, your place for inspiration, hope, and empowerment. The ultimate measure of a person is not where they stand in moments of comfort and convenience, but where they stand, he or she stands, at times of challenge and controversy. The late great Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. stated that. He said the measure, the ultimate measure of a person is not where they stand in moments of comfort and convenience, but where they stand at times of challenge and controversy. We've been exploring the Pressure Point series over the last several weeks, and we began to discuss trigger points and things that challenge us. We began for two weeks to discuss stress and how to overcome it. Last week, I believe I gave you a very practical message, a very pragmatic message that you can apply. We discussed having priorities. We discussed having, uh, having faith to put things into priority. We discussed all these different matters about putting things in order to avoid stress. And so today, I want, to, I want to continue in this topic about pressure, but today I want to do more so than the teaching. I really want to make a prophetic declaration for those over the, this season of your life that have been going through a season of pressure. I want to challenge you today, and I want to pose the question because there may be some people, this may not be for everybody, if everything is going wonderful for you, uh, I just ask you to just, just, just act like you're paying attention uh, and just stick with me if everything is going all right. But for those who have been going through challenges over the last several weeks, days, months, if it's been a season where you've been struggling, if it's been a season where you've been under stress, if you've been under pressure, I wanna speak to you today. As I was praying, I said, well, Lord, what do you want me to share? The question that I wanna pose to you today is, what if the season of pressure that you're going through was not meant to break you, but to provide a breakthrough? Amen. All right, I got two and three that's with me. Thank you for the three that are with me. What if the season that you're going through was not to break you down or to make you bitter, but to make you better? What if the season of stress was to bring things out of you that you did not know existed, strength out of you that you did not know was there, knowledge, wisdom out of you that you did not know that you had. What if the season of pressure was meant to make you better, wiser, and stronger and not break you down as you thought before you entered a season of pressure? There's a particular passage in the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 7 through 9, and I want us to explore 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 7 through 9, if we have that on the screen, if we could pull that up. We'll pull that up in a second. I'll read it out loud and you can follow along, but hear me out. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 7 through 9 says, but we have this treasure in jars of clay to show the all-surpassing power is from God and not from us. We are hard-pressed. We are under pressure, he's saying, but not crushed. Perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not abandoned. Struck down, but not destroyed. I was praying and I was seeking a passage of someone who was going under real pressure 
and real stress. If I could give you some context of the book of 2 Corinthians, obviously it follows the book of 1 Corinthians. It's the Apostle Paul here writing uh, to the Corinthian church under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. And he's writing to the Corinthian church because he was undergoing a lot of pressure. What were the pressures he was going through, Pastor? I'm so glad that I asked. The pressures he was going through was that uh, there were people who were opposing his ministry. There were people who were degrading his reputation as an apostle. There was a crew of people that were getting together and they were posing to be apostles and they began to spread false teachings. And because they began to spread false teachings, what he was having to go through was that he was going through damage control. He had to go and rectify through the Holy Spirit all of the damage that these people had done. They had spoken evil and ill about him, his name, his reputation. They were saying that he wasn't a real apostle. And so here he is, the Apostle Paul going through all types of stress because he had gone and he had lifted and planted a church and he was doing great work and then a crew of people came to degrade his ministry, his reputation for no apparent reason just because he was a real man of God. Can I just pause for a moment that you will go through moments of pressure and stress even when you're doing the right thing? I don't know if anybody has that testimony. You, you've had faith and you've been prayed up, but still you feel resistance, but still you feel opposition, but still you feel pressure and stress. So the Apostle Paul can identify with you because here's a man that was doing great work. He was a man of faith, was a man of prayer, who, who a man who believed God for supernatural thing, was a pastor, evangelist, teacher, prophet. He was all these things and he was doing God's work and yet people talked about him. And yet people spoke ill about him. And yet people tried to bring him down. And yet people tried to pose as apostles and, and do damage to the work that he had done. So he was under so much pressure because of this. But not only did he have to face the pressure of doing that work and lifting the people of that community, but he also was going through the pressure of opposition. He was also pressured because he was under persecution. So here is this amazing man of God under pressure under strain. He was anxious. He was facing all types of battles and opposition. And so I said, I said, I said, I want to see how the apostle Paul would respond to pressure. I want to see how the apostle Paul would respond to stress. I want to see how he would respond. And so here we find ourselves in chapter four and he's showing us how he's responding to the pressure that he was going under. The Bible says, but we have this treasures of jars and clay to show that the all surpassing power is it's from God and not from us. We are hard pressed. He's talking about himself. He said, I'm under pressure, but it's from God. He's saying, and even though it's on every side, I'm not crushed. Even though I'm perplexed, I'm not in despair. Even though I'm persecuted, I'm not abandoned. Even though I'm struck down, I'm not destroyed. I want to give you three things that if I have people taking notes today, I want to give you three things that you can do during your season of pressure. I want to know if you will be honest with me today, how many of you are in a season of pressure? Can you talk to me? Be real with me. Yeah, I know. I said I was the first one. I've been in a season of pressure. I got a few people that are honest with me. Okay, uh, I, I'm expecting everybody to lift a hand. You ever gone through a season of pressure and stress? Let me see if I'm talking to the right people. All right. Everybody's gone through some seasons. Can I tell you if you haven't gone through any pressure or stress or you're not going undergoing currently pressure or stress prepare yourself because you're getting ready to go through some pastor I came to church to get some encouragement you, you try you, 
<laughs> I, 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 I'm, I'm just letting you know what's, what's going to happen. But I'm telling you that stress and pressure is inevitable. But, but the way that you respond to the, to the strain, the pressures of life, you can, you, can, you can prevent burnout. You can prevent these things. And you can find perspective. And you can find understanding even in the, most of, even in the midst of the most difficult situations. Let me give you three things today. Let me tell you what pressure does in our lives. For the lives of those who are giving their lives to God, for, for those who have believed God and are faithful, I want to tell you what pressure does. The first thing is that pressure reveals your treasure. Pressure reveals your treasure. When you experience pressure, it can bring things out of you that you didn't know that you had. If you never went through a season of pressure where your physical body was going through pressure, you would not know God to be a healer. And pressure can do that. If you've never gone through a season where you felt discouraged, you would never experience God to be a comforter. If you never experienced a season where you were opposed and challenged, where you didn't have the resources, you can never experience God to be a provider. If you never experienced the challenges of life, you would not be able to, to see the greatness and the fullness of God and what he is able to do in our lives. So pressure reveals treasure. There was a talking seed. Can I tell you a quick story? Just follow me. Some of y'all saying, Pastor's hallucinating because he hasn't slept. Possibly. But let me tell you about a seed. There was a seed that could talk. And this seed felt insignificant because it was small it would look around and there were trees flowers plants and and, and and the seed would just talk to itself and say I'm just an insignificant small seed and, and, and it would just talk down on itself looking at all that was happening around trees and everything and say I'm not a tree I'm not a flower I'm not a plant I'm just an insignificant seed and then all of a sudden one day there was a gust of wind that brought up the seed and, and, and just blew that one seed into, into a dirt field and so now the seed was a little more upset, Heidi, because he said, I'm in, I'm in insignificant seed, and now I'm in a bunch of dirt right now. And he's saying, things are just getting worse and worse. And then, uh, to, to make matters worse, it, the seed thought, now the sun was beating down on that seed. It was hard sun. It was pressure. It was heat for that seed. And, and, and so the seed was saying, not only am I, am I in a dirt field, but now I have this heat, and I can't stand it. There's so much pressure. And then the next day, guess what happened? y'all it began to pour down it began to rain and there was a huge storm so now this seed is just <laughs> dirt all on the seed <laughs> the heat was hitting the seed and now a storm was hitting the seed there was a traveler going by and he says thank God I finally found some shade and the traveler journeyman just passed by and the seed said who are you talking to? I know, just follow me. I, 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 I'm, I'm probably hallucinating. I'm telling y'all the story. Just follow me. The seed was talking to the man. He said, who are you talking to? He said, who's that? And the seed replied. He said, it's me, the seed. He said, you're not a seed. What are you talking about? He says, you're a tree that's providing shade for me and others. You think you're a seed. See, what the seed didn't know was that the season of hard sun that was hitting it the season of hard rain that was hitting it. I'm going to help somebody today. I don't know if I have somebody that's catching it, but somebody's getting ready to catch that today. 
every season that the seed was going through, even though it was hard, even though there was pressure, even though it was heat, even though it was storm, every season was purposeful so that the seed could grow. And can I declare to somebody today, I feel like preaching this thing. Can I declare because you think that your season is insignificant. You think that your season has no purpose. You're asking why nothing is going to come out of this. But see, the season that you endure with God, he can bring things out of you that you didn't know you had. Bring, ah, I wish I had. Is there anybody that will lift their hand and receive that word today? Every season that you go through in life is purposeful when you give it over to God. The heat, the storm, everything was purposeful for that seed to grow. And can I tell you, every season, even when you question it, even when you say there's nothing that can, can come out of this, I want to tell you through every season, God can bring things out of your season. God can bring you understanding. He can enlighten you. He can give you strength so you can provide shade for others. What are you talking about, Pastor? If you didn't go what you went through, there's somebody praying, say, I feel alone. Nobody knows what I'm going through. And here you are, already have gone through what, what somebody's going through currently. And because you went through it, you can tell somebody, I went through it and you are not alone. Because I went through it, I can tell you that you can make it out of the season that you're going through. Every season has a purpose and pressure what it does, it reveals your treasure. Did you know that in order for a diamond to form, it has to be deep. As a matter of fact, it's 100 miles deep into the earth. Temperatures boiling, 2,000 degrees Fahrenheit. Pressure exceeding 725,000 pounds per square inch. The extreme heat and pressure combined with modified graphite creates something of value, something timeless, something that you give for a proposal, something that brings excitement, something that honors somebody, something that, that, that is so precious, a gem, a jewel that is so precious. Precious had to be formed in pressure and in heat. It had to be created. It had to be formed in the midst of pressure. And so I want to declare to somebody going through pressure that your season of pressure is revealing the treasure that is in you. The ministry that is in you. The gifts that are in you. Can I tell you that your greatest blessing is on the other side of you breaking out of your comfort zone? When you break out of that, see, when you're under pressure, you want to cave in, but God is saying, I want to use that season. And when you realize that when you break through out of that season and say, God, here I am, I trust you, I believe in you, even though I'm under pressure, there's something that you want to bring out of me, you will see that treasure that, treasure that is inside of you. He said, the Apostle Paul, we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that the all-surpassing power is from God. What is the treasure? The treasure he was talking about, it was about the knowledge of Jesus Christ. He was talking about the hope that he had in God. He was going through all this pressure, but he's saying, I still have hope, and that's treasure for me. Because can I tell you, you can lose it all, but if you have your faith, you have everything. You can lose material possessions, but if you have hope within you, you still have everything. Amen. 
He's saying, listen, I'm losing stuff. People are opposing me. There's all types of situations around me, but I'm not losing hope. I have knowledge of Jesus Christ. I have knowledge of what he's done for me. He's been too good for me, even though I'm in a season of pressure. I'm not going to give up on my faith. I'm not going to start giving up now. I'm going to keep going. He said, we have treasure in jars of clay. He said, I'm just a jar of clay. He was using metaphorical language. He's saying, I'm just a broken human, but yet God, even in our brokenness, puts treasure inside of us. I wish I had somebody today. Even in our brokenness, God still decides. He said, I love you, and I'll put treasure inside of you. I'll put gifts inside of you. I'll put wisdom inside of you. I'll put abilities inside of you. I'll give you dreams. I'll put it inside of you. But in order for that to come out, you have to go through some pressure. Let me give you the second thing. Pressure reveals that there's glory after there's a story. Or let me say it reverse. Before there is glory, there is always a story. People see you now, but they don't know your story. People see you standing, but they don't know what you've had to go through to get to this season of your life. If I just gave you those highlights, highlight reels of the Apostle Paul's life, you would be amazed. Greatest apostle, wrote 13 books of the New Testament, highly regarded, amazing man of God, but he was always honest and transparent and said, this is what I am going through. Before there's glory, there's always a story. He said, I'm, he said, I'm, I'm, I'm perplexed, I'm hard pressed on every side, but I'm not crushed. He said, I'm perplexed, but I'm not in despair. The reason he was able to declare those words was because he was full of God's presence. He was full of God's word. He was so full of what God had done in his life that even when he was going through the seasons of pressure, he knew that one scripture that says, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. You know, when I was young, uh, I had, some, I had some pretty wild friends, they were crazy. I don't know why I, I, they would do this, but you know, when you're young and you're foolish, uh, during lunch times, some of my buddies, for no reason, and I don't, this is probably like middle school, they would just grab uh, uh, empty Coke cans and they would just crush them on the head for no reason. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> it's just, it's just empty, and they would drink their Coke and they just <laughs> crush it on their head. Uh, and they were pretty successful. They, you know, one of them was a real professional. He just he could do that, that one friend, because it was empty. Try to give him a full one, <laughs> a fresh coke can. What'd happen if he tried it with a full one? He liable to get a concussion, pass out, get really hurt. Why? Because when it's empty. The pressure of what's outside is greater than what's inside. You can crush it. I'm really, I'm gonna help somebody. I, I, I really wish, because I'm just throwing stuff at you and I hope, I hope that you catch it. I hope that you catch it, because I, I, if, if you don't, I'm gonna just take this for myself. When it's empty, the, the outside external pressures will crush it. But when it's full, the pressure of what's inside is greater than the external forces and, and, and pressures. When you're full of God's presence in the midst of your season, when you're full of God's presence and his word and hope, 
The Bible says that you will never regret being hopeful. And when you're full of that hope, even in the midst of the most difficult situations, you can still declare, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. I know my bills are great, but my God is greater. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep declaring it. I know my children are acting up right now, but my God is great, and he's going to do the work that he has to do in their life. I know right now that I'm struggling in my marriage, and there's a lot of pressure, but greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. I know right now, I don't know if I'm going to make it, but God, I trust you. I'm not going to let go of my... Is there anybody that's going to trust God? I said, is there anybody that's going to trust God? If there's anybody with me that will say, God, I trust you even when I don't know how I'm going to make it out because I'm full of hope. He's saying, he's saying, listen, I'm being opposed. I'm, I'm going under pressure, but I'm not losing my hope. Because when I don't lose that hope, I can declare, greater is he that is in me. Sometimes you got to encourage yourself. Sometimes you got to look at yourself in the mirror and just say, greater is he that is in you. Sometimes you just got to encourage yourself and say, God will make a way even when there is no way. I'm speaking prophetically and by faith. Sometimes you will go through a season where mom, dad, uncle, brother, husband, father, friend, they cannot help you. And even when you look to the side, there may not be no one there. But the Bible said, look to the hills from which your help comes from. It says, look to the heavens. Your hope should be in the Lord. And so he said, when you're full of that hope, hope is not deferred. You will never regret that. You can be perplexed, but not crushed. He was full of that hope because he knew that his Savior had gone through a season of pressure and strain. The Apostle Paul knew exactly what Jesus went through to, to, to in order for him to become the Messiah, in order for him to be the resurrected king, he had to go through a season of stress, of pressure and strain. If you don't remember the story, and maybe when you were in Bible school, if you haven't been here while I've taught on that, you know the story. We share it on Easter and from time to time throughout the year. You know the story that Jesus, before he was crucified, arrested, persecuted, he was in a place called Gethsemane. That place called Gethsemane was a place where he prayed. And if you remember the story, the Bible says that he was sweating, that he was in anguish. It said to the point where he was shedding blood, that is actually actually a medical condition that happens when somebody is under so much stress that you begin to sweat globs and, and it's just, it just strong sweat and, and, and to the point where you are bleeding out of your body. That's how, that's how much stress and pressure that he was going through. He was in so much anguish and guess what? If I can tell you, that place Gethsemane, when you translate that in the original language, it means the place of pressing. The pressing place. Because that's where they will press oil. That's where the olive oil will come out of. So the place of pressure was where Jesus was praying. And he said, he said, God, if you can take this cup from me, God, if you can take this pressure away from me, God, if you can take me out of this situation, I don't know if anybody's ever prayed that prayer. God, can you take me out of it? But can I tell you, there may be some things that God won't take you out of because he wants to mold you while you're in it. <laughs> He's saying, God, if you can take me out of this season, he said, if you can let this cup pass from me, but he said, nevertheless, not my will be done, but your will be done. In the pressing place, Gethsemane, in the midst of pressure, he prayed. In the midst of pressure, he, didn't, he, said, he said, your will be done. And because the apostle Paul knew this, he said, you know what, if my savior, 
went through this season of pressure, I'll endure the season that I'm going through right now. If he went through pressure and knew that on the other side of that pressure was the greatest victory, the greatest triumph of him resurrecting, being king of kings, he said, I'll endure the season of pressure that I'm in. Let me give you the third thing, and this is the closing thought that I have for you today. Pressure reveals where our trust lies. It reveals who we trust in. You'll never know what you truly believe in until you go, go through some pressure. You'll never truly know whether your faith is real unless you go through pressure. He's saying, listen, I'm hard pressed. I'm persecuted. He said, but I'm not destroyed. If I could have my brother Reese help me out. Or somebody here, let's see. Let's do a quick setup. Impromptu. You know, uh, one of the things, this is random for you. You just, you just came to get to know me a little bit. One of the things that, that, I, uh, that I enjoy doing uh, is, um, for some reason, I actually enjoy ironing. Any of y'all enjoy ironing? No? In fact, my wife offers to iron my clothes, and, um, and I just decided to do it myself. It's just something I enjoy. I've been doing it since I was a kid. And, um, and because I've been doing it since I was a kid, again, kids are foolish, I've had some pretty interesting thoughts throughout my life. <laughs> I'll never forget one day, I was thinking to myself, what if my shirt could talk to me while I was ironing it? No, really, y'all might think I'm playing, but one day, you know, I do it so much because, you know, the, you just get in your thoughts when you're doing certain things, and thank you, Brother Reese. God uses you tremendously, brother. That was amazing what you just did here. I, I really did think to myself, I said, what if, what if my shirt could talk back to me while I ironed it? And I started imagining to myself what it would say while I was ironing it. See, the thing, the thing about ironing for the, for the fellas here, I'm going to help you out loud because some of y'all don't iron your clothes. I see you with your wrinkly shirts. I'm going to help you out today. <laughs> I'm messing with y'all. I love you. See, the thing to really get a fine job done, you got to let that heat run. You got to apply the pressure. So I was thinking to myself, what if, what if my, my shirt would talk back to me? I'm sure it would say, ouch, you're hurting me. <laughs> it would say, this is a lot of heat right now. But see, I was having this conversation with my shirt, but I said, but you know, but what I'm trying to do is get the wrinkles out of you. I'm trying to, I'm trying to get you better. This is a lot of pressure and this is a lot of heat. I don't know that I want to go through this. But you have to go through this in order for you to fulfill 
what you see you weren't meant to just be in a closet stored away and stuck somewhere on a corner you're supposed to be out you're supposed to fulfill the dream God gave you you're supposed to see the blessing in your marriage in your family in your ministry you're not supposed to be stuck where you're at so because I want to use you because I want to do great things in you because I want to bring greatness out of you because I want you to see my glory you will have to endure a season of pressing I'm talking to my shirt I don't know that you love me and appreciate me. See, sometimes we do that with God. God, if you love me, I wouldn't be going through this pressure. It feels, this is hurting me right now. And God is saying, I'm trying to make you better. And we get past that one season and say, all right, that's done. And then comes the, another side that you got to get pressed. <laughs> say, God, I just went through one thing. Why, is not, why am I going through this next thing? Because there's still more that I want to work out because there's some humility that I want to bring out of you. So I got to put you under pressure. Oh, yeah, I didn't say amen to that. Praise the Lord. You are a little prideful sometimes. That's why I got to put you through some pressure. Uh, but God, uh, why am I going through this? Because I want to bring joy out of you. I want you to see what I can do in your life. I want to see that there's treasure, that there's a gift inside of you. I want you to see that I am with you, even in the storm, even in the pain, even in the rain. I am with you. I'm still talking to my shirt. And we, and we go through this because he wants to get those wrinkles out of us, because he wants to mold our character, because he wants us to have hope. Uh, I, I, I love you, sure. I'm talking to my shirt, right? I love you, and I appreciate you. I want to use you. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not doing this to hurt you. I'm doing this to make you better. And God is speaking to somebody in this season of your life. He's not doing this to hurt you. He's not doing this to simply make you cry and say, God, why? Why am I going? He's saying, I, I want to show you something. I want to reveal myself. I want to let you know that I'm with you. I want to let you know that there is hope inside of you that you got to hold on to. Don't let go of your hope now. Don't lose your faith now. You've come too far for you to give up now. You've done too much work. You've believed and made it this far. Why would you give up now? I want to encourage someone and say, keep fighting because there's a purpose behind the pressure. And sometimes we endure the pressure, but I know this thought has come into your head and it's coming to mind. We get to this place in life. We say, God, is it worth it? I'm speaking to somebody in this place. Is it worth it? It's a lot of pain. It's a lot of, it's a lot of pressing. I'm preaching to myself. Is it worth it? Is it worth it? I want to let you know that every prayer you've prayed that every ounce of faith that you believed God for and with, with everything that you've done to be faithful, it is worth it. It's worth it. Will it be easy? I can't promise you that. But I can tell you that it's worth it. Is it worth fighting for my kids? It's worth it. Is it worth still believing God for this ministry? 
I'm speaking prophetically over Hope Center because we, we've, been, we've been doing this since we were a seed where there was nothing and we still believe in God. Is it worth it? Is it worth it? And God is saying yes because there's something inside of you that hasn't come out yet. And so the season of pressing, the season of being hard-pressed, because here's, here's what he said, here's the Apostle Paul said, he said, I'm perplexed. He said, but I'm not in despair. I'm pressed. I'm not abandoned. He said, lastly, and I'm not destroyed. It will happen in due time. I'm speaking prophetically because I don't know what you're believing for. But your time is coming. But you have to be patient. You have to persevere. You have to realize that there is purpose behind the pressure. And God will use it. And you will see him move in your life like never before. When we, and I often tell this story, when we started, because I'm just reflecting, I'm still celebrating off of yesterday. I'm not going to let that go. That wasn't a small thing. For us to begin what we did yesterday with nothing, no funds, no community support. We were brand new to the area, but we believed. And it's been a fight, but we're still believing. And we've seen God move in miraculous ways in this church, in this ministry. Why? Because we haven't gone through our seasons of pressures and battles. That's not why. Because in the midst of pressures and battles, we've continued to believe. I want to tell you in your season, if you just continue to believe, you will begin to see that God has already prepared a way. The Bible says the steps of a righteous man are ordered. He's saying that every step that you take has already been ordered. It's already been a way paid for you, but, but in the season of pressing, you want to go your own way. He's saying, no, no, I, I want you to go my way because this is the way that I'm leading to you towards. It's already been, it's already been ordered. Every, every decision, everything that, that you've been believing for, there, there, if God gave you that dream, if God gave you that vision, if, if, if it was truly him, he's already made a way. He's already ordered your steps. But in the season of pressing, you've got to remain faithful. Once again, much love and appreciation for listening to today's message. I'm so glad that you've been a part of the listening experience. But let me tell you, there's nothing like the live experience. It cannot be explained, only experienced. And so I encourage you to come out on a Sunday so you can listen to the messages live and be a part of a wonderful atmosphere within family and within community. You can find more information about our gatherings on our website at myhopecenter.org. Also, make sure to follow us. We're on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Our handle is at my my Hope Center. I also encourage you to subscribe to our podcast so that you get notified as soon as we upload content. Make sure to share it with your friends and your family. There's someone that you know that could really benefit from these messages. So make sure to spread the word about what's happening here on the Hope Huddle podcast. So again, I hope to see you soon. 